my cancer diagnosis at the age of 32, my mom and I talked a lot about the shock of that diagnosis. Given several doctors told us you're too young to have endometrial cancer. After much discussion, we began to feel driven to inform and help educate other young women about what symptoms they should be concerned. Having both been teachers, it seemed natural for us to look for a way to share Alex's cancer journey in order to help other young women avoid such a shocking diagnosis or possibly navigate a similar path. A podcast seemed the best way to get the word out, and that's how Down There Aware was born. Four years later, our mother-daughter duo has gone from educating and informing to advocacy and action with a fresh and sometimes very interesting and somewhat humorous multi-generational perspective. We look forward to sharing with you season four as we advocate, take action, and make it a priority to always be Down There Aware. Our third episode of our, I don't know what we're going to call it yet, but I always want you to go, welcome back. (laughs) You remember that show? Welcome back, Cotter. No. (laughs) What year was that from? Oh, gosh. I don't know. All you um, boomers out there. Welcome back. Let's just find out. Welcome back, Cotter. American sitcom. Now, mom. What? When was it I, before you were born? When I tell you. <laughs> so this sitcom ran from September 9th, 1975 <laughs> to May 17th, 1979. Okay, that I was, was in before, college. That was before you were even married. <laughs> yes, it was. It was before Will was born. I, it was before I got out of college. I know. Okay. Well. Isn't it funny how theme songs and jingles stay in your mind? stick in your mind, yeah. Oh my gosh. I can't even tell you how many times we're talking or something yeah. and a theme song comes something in. Something happens and you're like, oh, oh. That, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what a fun start to the... <laughs> well, what a fun start. <laughs> yeah. So we're in se- season. We're in season four, um, but we're on episode three of this series. Episode three? No. We're in episode three of this series. Oh, of oh, the series. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's confusing, though, because uh, it's really season four episode. Millennial <laughs> Boomer. Anyway, this is the third episode of talking about world cancer statistics. Okay. Okay. So... Um, again, we're filming these all on the same day. So can you tell we're getting a bit loopy (laughs) just a little bit? Um, and you know, we didn't even really, you can't really see my pants in this because I have a little tray in front of me, but mom and I unexpectedly did a little twinsy today. Yeah. And we didn't even plan it. We didn't plan it. But, um, if you're wondering what I'm talking about, go to our YouTube channel and you can watch these on YouTube. So you can see if Sadie pops in Mm -hmm. or, you know, what happens. Um, so today we're going to talk about, uh, statistics in Africa regarding cancer. And very quickly when I started researching, I discovered, I didn't think about it like this. When I think about Africa, I think about Africa, the whole thing. Big, big, biggest continent. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Bigger than Antarctica. Sure. Um, again, we're bad at geography, <laughs> but 
statistically speaking, Africa is often divided into Northern Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa. So um, Northern Africa is going to be Egypt and along the Mediterranean, those countries, whereas Sub-Saharan Africa is going to be South Africa, Nigeria, Kenya, places like that. Um, so I thought that that was interesting. So you may hear sub-Saharan, North Africa, things like that. Um, so some statistics from that cancer atlas we talked about in the first episode, um, which is cancer, uh, American Cancer Society and some international cancer groups who put together worldwide statistics in Rwanda. So that's sub-Saharan Africa, um, which just means it's south of the Sahara, the Sahara Desert. Desert. Um, cancer is the leading cause of premature death among adults 30 to 69 years of age. Wow, the leading cause. The leading cause. 30 to 69, did you say? Yeah. Wow, leading. So, like middle-aged adults, it's the leading cause of premature death. So that's Which, o- that's over heart disease, over that's heart over, disease, over war. Yeah. Which we hear a lot about Rwanda so that's or we a, have in the 90s yeah, and things. That's a lot of cancer. A lot of cancer. And Rwanda has the highest cervical cancer rate in the world, has among the highest cervical mm. cancer rate in the world. They must not have screening. We talked about that in the other episodes at how important that early screening is. Although a positive that has come of that is this has been recognized and the connection to HPV has been recognized and Rwanda has achieved greater than 98% coverage in its HPV vaccine target population. Wow. 98% of the target population to get the HPV vaccine has been vaccinated. Wow. So So that's going to plummet. So in the future, look for Rwanda to be severely dropping in their cervical cancer rates. That's awesome. So I thought that was a really cool. That's very encouraging. Very, very encouraging to see that, you know, it was identified. They knew that there was a solution to the problem and let's fix it. Well, you know, it may not help the people who have cervical cancer now. It's going to, for future generations, prevent cervical sure. cancer. And it's going to be, um, we keep talking about data and numbers and studies. It Because we're going to see that number drop significantly, that's going to be something to hold up to other populations and say, yep. look what happened. This is all you need to do. Right. And, you know, a huge success story yeah, of... Yeah. Same problem. Here's the solution. It's relatively inexpensive. It's easy. It's accessible. um, Or it can become accessible. And so what a really, I just thought that would be a really nice positive statistic. Because a lot of what we've read has been kind of like down down in the the dumps. Um, So there was a study talking or looking at cancer incidents and mortality rates in Africa. Um, They have seen that they were increasing the rate of cancer incidents and mortality rate in Africa were increasing, but the geographic distribution and determinants are incompletely characterized. So they were trying to look at the country as a whole. Are there characteristics of 
region, country, things like that, um, that we can kind of whittle down and say, like, why is cancer becoming such an issue? In, and in we Africa? keep talking about the why. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they this study aimed to establish the spatial uh, epidemiology of cancer burden in Africa and delineate the association between cancer burden and the country level socioeconomic status. Mm. So specifically looking at that, um, GDP more than the HDI that we talked about. Um, if you don't know what those are, go back to, um, our first episode of the series. We go into all of the details of statistic, um, terms that we use and, and things like that. They're also on the website. Um, you can look at, go back to past show notes. They'll be there. So the conclusion of this study was that high cancer mortality rates in Africa demand a holistic approach toward cancer control and management, including, but not limited to, boosting cancer awareness. That's what we're That's all what about. That's what we're all about. Adopting primary and secondary preventions, my, uh, mitigating risk factors, and improving cancer infrastructure and timely treatment. Mm. So all things that we've talked about yep. and um, certainly there are wealthy countries in Africa. Certainly there are poor countries in Africa. Um, but to see that it's the same solution, mm-hmm. right? That we need first, you got to be aware. You don't know what you don't know. And then making sure there's preventative options, making sure that if there are risk factors that can contribute to cancer, whether that's smoking or HPV or other, you know, things like we talked about in the Asia episode, that fungus yeah. that can, you know, really attributes to liver cancer. If there's something like that to mitigate those risk factors. Um, and then at the end, cancer infrastructure and making sure that the treatment's there. So this was interesting. All countries in North Africa, so that includes Algeria, Egypt, Libya, Morocco, Sudan, and Tunisia had a greater, um, that ASIR, the age standard, um, rate and ASMR. So mortality rate, mm-hmm. um, of breast cancer than cervical cancer. Hmm. So, so in North Africa, breast cancer adjusted for age is more prevalent than cervical cancer. I wonder if they have the um, PAP, you know, protocol program that we've talked about. Yeah, it makes you wonder. This is the interesting part. The reverse is true in the majority of sub-Saharan Africa. Mm. So where cervical cancer was not among the top 10 cancers in Egypt, um, but it was in other countries that were in sub-Saharan Africa. Notably, breast cancer, cervical cancer, and prostate cancer were among the top three cancer groups in most African countries. And that is surprising because we talked in the last episode about how all of those have definitive testing and screening. And um, so for those to be prevalent, that's kind of sad. It definitely is. Um, And surprising. That's surprising. Yeah. Uh, I found this interesting. So while... The continent of Africa has about 16.7% of the world's population. They have 19.4% of world cases um, and 22.4% of deaths due to cervical cancer. Yeah, they can't have the screening and the vaccine. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, how easy would that be? Right. Oh, wow. And... Yes, the Conquering Cancer campaign is doing a great job in 
Oceania and in that region. And the World Health Organization is focusing on that. And they they say they want to eliminate cervical cancer by uh, 2035, I think is their date. What are we doing in Africa? Yeah. Now, these statistics are, you know, a few years old. They're not from 2023. So maybe they're changing now because of that campaign. It could be. I hope so. Yeah. And again, going along with this, cervical cancer was the leading malignancy in the majority of sub-Saharan mm. Africa. Mm. Um, so again, it's so preventable. Yeah. I mean, that's what's amazing to me. Out of all the cancers, yeah. that one is definitely preventable. It is. And you know, just the fact that we can say it can be eradicated. Mm -hmm. Let's work on it. Let's mm -hmm. do it. Um, and a previous study also found that women in sub-Saharan Africa were disproportionately affected, uh, with higher incidence, uh, and high mortality rates of cervical cancer than other regions in the world. Mm. So again, it all just says the same thing in a different way. Cervical yeah. cancer is really prevalent in the region and it has a high mortality rate. And with vaccine, screening, and treatment, it would be gone. It would be. It would. And, it, you know, it just kind of, it goes to show that there is so much that we can do, but it makes you wonder why isn't it getting done? Like you were asking why in the last episode of, well, why does this happen? And why is this cancer higher? And why is liver cancer higher here? And things like that. I want to know why why aren't we doing other things mm -hmm. now i know that like clean water is a big deal in africa so there's a big push to um build wells and to you know acts to make water accessible clean water accessible and maybe it's just that um mavlov mavlov um uh hierarchy oh yes. hierarchy of needs yes. right where like okay well we can't worry about cervical cancer because it's here because these people don't have water to drink or food to eat Maybe that's it. I don't mm -hmm. know. Just kind of, you know, thinking off the cuff. But well, you know what? We have just become a nonprofit. We are trying to make decisions about action. And who knows? Maybe down there where we'll go into sub-Saharan Africa and do something with vaccines. I do have some friends in Kenya. Okay, there so, you go. You know, and it, I have some friends who travel to Kenya and do ministry there. So yeah, so it's things like this, and I, I think just kind of as an aside, um, when we were starting the nonprofit, and we were before we even decided to do it, when we were talking about, well, what's the next step? Like, what we're doing this podcast, some people listen, cool, we're getting the word out, but like, that's not actionable enough for us. Right. We need to be doing something. And especially now that COVID is backed off, we're not just holed away in our homes anymore. Um, what can we do? And you, I know I've said it probably a million times. You don't know, you don't know. And so learning about things like cancer statistics in Africa and, you know, just saying, hey, why? Who's why doing something like, about this? Yeah. And I'm not saying nobody is. That's something that um, I didn't focus on. What I didn't focus on organizations that are, you know, preventing or or helping with screenings and vaccines and things like that because they're very well could be right um but just the statistics alone are they're just really kind of sad and daunting um because it's one thing when it's you know breast cancer is really prevalent in the world um and some breast cancer is preventable but a lot of it's not mm -hmm. and there are screenings where you can find it early but it's not preventable right and so it's just one of those things like it's it's we preventable. Know that yes. We can, you know, keep this from happening and keep people from 
uh, from dealing with this horrific disease. Well, that's on our to-do list to check and see if something is being done, what, you know, the current stats are and um, see if we can help there somewhere. Yeah. Um, So this is interesting. Cancer incidents and mortality rates are increasing in Africa, um, but they're mirroring global incidence rates. Mm. So it's not any faster. It's not any faster. It's pretty similar. And it's in several, they call them neoplasms. Um, So such as breast cancer, prostate cancer, um, and CRC. I'm not sure what CRC is. Um, I should have Googled that. I meant to, Um, but I'll do that right now. Um, and so it's one of those things, um, that, yeah, we're mirroring it and it is what it is. Oh, colorectal cancer. Oh, okay. Um, so that makes sense. Mirroring, you know, what's going on in the world. But what was interesting about that is that when you adjust for age, um, the ASIR of Africa is substantially lower than other world regions, but the mortality rates are are higher. Hmm. So people are living shorter lives in Africa, but they have a higher rate of dying of breast cancer, prostate cancer, and colorectal cancer. Is that the whole of Africa yes, or this specifically is, this, the as entire continent? As far as I can tell, it's the whole, okay. the whole continent. Mm. Mm-hmm. And they estimate, the study estimates that between 2020 and 2040, the trend of cancer incidents and deaths are forecasted to rise the fastest in Africa compared to other world regions. Oh, wow. Now, talk about numbers again. Is that because the population rises faster and so it's a relative thing or or is it because other regions are getting treatments and screenings and yes. things and Africa isn't? Yeah. Again, more it, questions. More qu- and I think really if you have any scientific background or research background, you know that research just creates more questions. Mm-hmm. You find some answers and you you know can learn some more information, but it really just creates more questions. Yeah. Um, so, and the last thing I found was due to lack of resources as evidenced by a low HDI. So that human factor that we were talking about, Africa has a relatively low one compared to the rest of the world due to a lack of resources. Only a few African countries have a strong policy focused on cancer control and management. Well, again, I think it's, um, Mavlov's, uh, you know, higher hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Uh, it's as, as devastating as we find cancer to be, if you don't have housing and food and water. Or if your country has been in a civil war for yeah. decades. Or if, I mean, there's so many factors um, that if your basic needs aren't being met, cancer is not on your mind. Yeah. It's just not. Um I find that incredibly sad. Yeah. And we definitely need to address the most needed needs first. Sure. But I think also we as a world community are um, informed enough that we can do both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think we really can. I do too. I so, think that's a good question though. Yeah, it really. Um, so while some statistics about Africa were positive, you know, we kind of kicked it off positive with the... <laughs> Um, and all downhill from there. Yeah, with Rwanda having covered 98% of their cervical cancer um, patients with preventative um, vaccines. But, um, but yeah, the rest of it was kind of depressing, really. Yeah. Um, 
so not to like be Debbie Downer over here, but um, there's just so much more that we didn't know. Yeah. Well, it's been interesting to compare. Yeah. Um, and again, with numbers and comparisons, there are so many variables, so many different factors that, you know, come into play. Um, but still, the comparisons are kind of overwhelming in some regard. They really are. And it does make you, you know, you think, oh, well, those are those kids we see on around Christmas time. People, mm. you know, organizations saying these people need money to get water or food or roads or whatever. Um, but when you see the statistics about, you know, things like that, it really puts it into perspective. Yeah, it does for so, sure. Um, sorry to end on such a bummer note, but on the positive side of things, I think there are groups that are working to, um, to do really good work in places like Africa where, um, there is more, you know, devastating news in regard to living conditions, um, longevity of life, things like that. So that one day we can get to the cancer and start treating that as well. Uh, all of this information can be found on our website, on our show notes, all that stuff. Go check out our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Um, see our matching outfits. <laughs> well, um, sort of. I mean, <laughs> they're coordinated. <laughs> unintentionally. Ac- unintentionally, accidentally coordinated. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. And we will be back next week with another region, region of the world to talk about cancer. Uh, so we'll see you then. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Down There Aware. Be sure to like and subscribe on our new YouTube channel, as well as on your favorite podcast platform. You can find us at Down There Aware on all social media sites, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. If you have it, we're there at Down There Aware. You can learn more on our website, www.downthereaware.com, and always get in touch with us, downthereaware at gmail.com. See you next week.